Hello and welcome to the Latitude and Longitude Travcast, episode 9. With me, your host, Brian Fakir, and uh, brought to you by Two Week Holidays. Yes, Two Week Holidays is a travel agency that brings you holidays far and wide and specialising in the Greek islands. Today we're going to discuss the problem with over-tourism. That's a new term just been found out and um, it applies to lots of countries. You might recognise it more by the, um, the growing queues on growing, uh, going up to Everest and um, probably Mount Snowden in Wales as well. People queuing up just to get to the summit. That's a typical example of over-tourism. For you it might be just crowded beaches. So what you see in the brochure is quite often not quite what you see when you get there. So where do we strike the balance of this? How do we protect uh, the tourists uh, to keep them coming to the countries involved? And or how do we protect the indigenous people, the, the people who live in these islands, these countries, the flora and the fauna? How do we protect those from over-tourism? A perfect example of this is where um, the Galapagos Islands have a law that restrict the number of visitors to the island. But does making that um, destination out of the pocket, does it make it an elitist experience for those people? Probably interested to hear your comments on that. So what about offering, or visiting rather, more off-the-beaten-track places to look at? They're not probably overpopulated or rarely seen. These are hard to come by, but um, if you get in touch with a good travel agent, uh, such as two-week holidays, they can find you good destinations and good places to visit that are not necessarily overpopulated or oversubscribed. One of the Greek islands that we talk about is uh, Santorini. Now Santorini was very, very much, well, probably in the 1980s, much less visited island. Uh, and now, you know, you're looking at probably five cruise ships a day bringing about 1,200 tourists to the island to have a look at it. So you know, there's another example of over-tourism. There are many more Greek islands available to visit and explore, and the, the Greek history and the culture is wonderful. We're also seeing good initiatives um, from islands themselves. Uh, a typical example is the popular Thai beach, Maya Bay. Uh, some of you might know it from... It is featured in the film called The Beach. Um, that has been closed until 2020, which is going to allow the ecosystem to recover. Um, and we, we, think, we think that's a good sign. We, we like things like that. We'd like to see things, uh, you know, a bit of recovery and responsibility and stewardship. We're also hearing that uh, Statue of Liberty and Ellis Island in New York uh, are limiting tour numbers. Uh, to protect the environment and protect the um, the buildings themselves. Another another good initiative and a um, bit sad for the people who obviously flocking to see these icons and probably national wonders now of, of history, American history. But it is important from an ecological standpoint. Also, we turn our attention to the resorts. You know, there's nothing worse than going down to breakfast and looking at that early morning stampede to, to claim lounges, sunbeds uh, and, and, you know, and crammed beaches. We, we were lucky enough to visit Kos earlier this year and the accommodation we stayed in was beautiful. And it had its own little beach and it was great. And we could walk from the hotel, cross the road 
and pay two euros for a, a sunbed and it, it was pretty isolated and pretty pretty special as well and little things to look out for with your when you're booking a holiday is for things like that you know how much privacy do you will you get you know, after all the, you know a holiday is for you to relax um, you know my point of view is that if you go on sightseeing you're cramming stuff in that's not a holiday that's a trip um, a holiday to me is somewhere where you can go and unwind you know it's two weeks out of your 52 um, where you're working for 50 weeks possibly of that year and that two weeks is the bit that you get to unwind and relax so it is very important and it's very important that you take the time out as well Have you ever fancied travelling to Guernsey? Well, here's some fun facts and fast facts about travelling to Guernsey. Do I need a passport to visit Guernsey? No, you don't need a passport to visit Guernsey. Have you seen the film The Guernsey Literary, Literary I should say, and Potato Peel Pie Society? It's a romantic drama about the Guernsey residents during World War II. The Potato Peel Pie Experience offers a guided tour of locations featured in the book and the film. There's been a peak of interest since this film has been made in the island, so well worth a visit, that film. Did you know there are two Red Carnation hotels? One of which is a five-star one. Love animals, love nature? Or why don't you try and spot the elusive blonde hedgehog when visiting Alderney? Did you also know Guernsey is where Victor Hugo wrote Les Mis? Les Miserables to all of those who are in the know. Uh, whilst living on the island and um, his house were reopened to visitors um, or has already opened actually um, and it's got a thriving visitor log and for all you foodies out there for those of you who like McDonald's, KFC and all the rest of those fast food then sorry Guernsey's not for you there are no fast food restaurants on Guernsey at all not even a McDonald's and Herm is a car free island there are daily ferries to the sister islands, Sark, Herm and Alderney. So this makes island hopping an ideal break. So you can do lots of islands from one destination. Really good, we think. Okay, a little subject we're going to talk about now. A um, little bit of rants and raves, if you like. Um, new divorce packages to Las Vegas from Virgin Holidays. What do you think? Genius or are they tacky? Let us know in the comments. Drop us a line, drop us a message. And um, we'd like to know what you think. Uh, we've got our own views. Being happily married myself, I have no intentions, so it's not something I'm looking for. Little conversations overheard in uh, a travel agents. Yes, one, we like this one. When a customer shows you a hotel they found in Ibiza, and it's actually San Antonio in Texas. Brilliant, fantastic. Here's another one. I had a client complain that the hash browns were the wrong shape. Well, what shape do you think they should be? They're hash browns. My client asked if they could take haggis in their hand luggage to Spain. Hmm, what do you think? And yet more. I was once asked by a client what temperature the bottled water would be in the hotel. I don't know. Client asked when booking. Can you advise Elihad that I only drink fever tree tonic with my gin? Of course you do, my dear. If you've got some things that you've overheard on holiday you'd love to share with us, which you find amusing, please do share with us, send us a message and uh, 
we'll hear it on the next podcast. We'd love to hear all your, uh, your exciting things that have happened to you on your holidays. As most of my listeners are aware, this is a UK-based podcast. So as for everything else, we're a tea-loving nation. So you don't think it comes as no surprise that we drink a lot of the stuff. This doesn't change when we're in the air, flying for our holidays. According to Chewy, British travellers love nothing more than a nice brew. The airline, the airline, I beg your pardon, estimates that over the summer period, Chewy Airways customers will drink enough English breakfast tea to fill 920 bathtubs. That's a lot of bathtubs. How would you get those on a plane? We're also a fan of snacking and are expected to eat enough ham and cheese toasties to feed Wembley Stadium twice. Again, how are you going to get football stadiums on an aeroplane? Beats me. Along with a marathon amount of sour cream and chive Pringles. Put back to back, the pots would span the entire London marathon route. So you know what they say, once you pop, you can't stop. Well, that's it for this episode of the Latitude and Longitude podcast and I uh, hope you've enjoyed it. Some short little snippets there. We aim to make these podcasts just nice listening and quite quick to absorb. So not too long ones and um, hopefully in the future we'll probably be interviewing some um, probably travel operators. Um, I'm sure they'd like to come on and let you know what's going on in the industry. So, look forward to seeing you across on the next episode. And uh, if you'd like to know more about us, follow us on Facebook, twoweekholidays.com as well. And um, e email us or message us here at uh, the podcast. Look forward to it. Thank you for listening. See you soon. Bye now and happy travels. <laughs>